Let's uh, turn into Scriptures now, if you have your Bibles, to Ecclesiastes chapter 6. Ecclesiastes chapter 6. We're reading the whole chapter, verses 1 through 12. Ecclesiastes 6, verses 1 through 12. God's people, these are God's words. And so let's give our full attention to Him who speaks on high. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, and it is common among men. A man to whom God hath given riches, wealth, and honor, so that he wanteth nothing for his soul of all that he desireth. Yet God giveth him not power to eat thereof, but a stranger eateth it. This is vanity, and it is an evil disease. If a man beget a hundred children, and live many years, so that the days of his years be many, and his soul be not filled with good, and also that he have no burial, I say, that an untimely birth is better than he. For he cometh in with vanity, and departeth in darkness, and his name shall be covered with darkness. Moreover, he hath not seen the sun, nor known anything. This hath more rest than the other. Yea, though he live a, a thousand years twice told, yet hath he seen no good. Do not all go to one place? All the labor of man is for his mouth, and yet the appetite is not filled. For what hath the wise more than the fool? What hath the poor that knoweth to walk before the living? Better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the desire. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. That which hath been is named already. And it is known that it is man, neither may he contend with him that is mightier than he. Seeing there be many things that increase vanity, what is man the better? For who knoweth what is good for man in this life? All the days of his vain life which he spendeth as a shadow. For who can tell a man what shall be after him under the sun? Those are God's words. As we've been going through the book of Ecclesiastes, we've been hearing about all the things of this world that are vanity or worthless. And the chapter before us returns to considering the vanities of the world because chapter 5 told us how we could have actual satisfaction and blessing through the worship of God. But now coming back to the vanities of the world, and particularly the worthlessness of worldly wealth, when you put your happiness in riches, and storing it up inordinately, or too much. And this through verse 2 is called evil, an evil disease. Through verse 6, there's an account taken of the man of vanities of his possessions and his enjoyments, his wealth. 
Verse 3, he has children to inherit it, but he's not going to see what is to become of those things that he has so labored to store up and that he doesn't use. Even if he lives a thousand years, verse 6, twice told of these seeking after riches and holding on to them without a wise use of them. That is very important, without a wise use of them. Verse 3, he says, it is better to be a stillborn child than that man. The Lord shows you the evil of such a wealth-seeking, wealth-storing man. Verses 7 and 8, one of the purposes of wealth is to eat. But the one who seeks after riches is never satisfied. Verse 9, the vanity of there also of desiring and coveting more and more and more. And so the wealthy man, he's saying it's, it's vanity to continue to seek after more and more wealth when you don't do anything with it. When you don't know what's going to happen to it after you die. And you will die. And so it's vanity even to covet more. And it's such a, a summary here, the last two verses, it's such a foolishness, a vanity to seek to find happiness in this world and the things of the world. And rather we're taught, as we have been taught in Ecclesiastes, our satisfaction and happiness must be in another life. Not this life, but in another life. A life found in union with Jesus Christ. With the Lord, we're in following Him. There is no vanity, but rather full satisfaction, even if you're poor. And so that's a reminder to all of us. Everything is vanity outside of Jesus Christ and faith in Him. But in Him, there is full satisfaction forever. Let's pray. Our gracious Father, once again, we're thankful for Your Word. We're thankful that You speak so direct to us that You would not round the corners or try to conceal things from us that ought to be known to us as according to Your will. The things that we ought to know according to You, You reveal and You show us very clearly in Your Word. Even here, the worthless things, the vanities of this world and the riches that we would not, even as your people, seek after riches just to have riches. Father, we do, in keeping with the Eighth Commandment, Thou shalt not steal. Father, we know in the Scriptures as that is expounded upon, You teach us that we ought to seek to have increase in our properties and our wealth. But not for no purpose. Not to just store it up for no reason. But for a purpose of serving You. To being good stewards of the good things that You give. And here is the the vain man who enjoys the good things that You have given. And yet, gives no mind for You. And does not use it wisely or uh, for Your kingdom. Father, we pray that You would make us to be a people who use the things You grant to us in this world, whether physical or spiritual. We pray that You would cause us to use them for Your kingdom and for the spread of the Gospel throughout the world. 
That You would cause us to be those who proclaim, not like a light hid under a basket, but a light shining brightly to those around us. That we would speak Your Word, not our own words, but Your Word to people who need to hear and need a Savior in Jesus Christ. And we pray that You would grant salvation to the many of Your people, Your elect, that You've called out from amongst the world. And we pray that You would call them. We're thankful that You freely offer the Gospel to all sinners, to every single one throughout the world, man, woman, child, every single one, You freely offer the Gospel. And we pray that You would grant faith to them, to the many who You are calling to Yourself. And You would grow Your kingdom and grow the kingdom of Jesus Christ. As we're going to study uh, this, this morning in Matthew's Gospel, we pray as we'll hear about the devil, Satan and his, his servants, demons or devils. Father, we pray that You would destroy His kingdom, that You would bring it completely down, and that all His hold upon the wicked and those of the world, the sinners who have as their father the devil, Satan. Father, we pray that the gospel would storm the gates of Hades and that would not be uh, withstood. And we know it will not, for not even the gates of Hades can stand up against the church and the offensive of the gospel going forth. And so bring many to salvation in Christ your Son, even of our children, even the children here this morning. We pray that you would grant salvation to each one. And uh, Father, we do pray for our congregation that you make us to be those, not only in our families as we've already looked at, but that you would make us to be godly stewards of what you have given uh, physically and spiritually to one another, that we would be those who give wisely, uh, voluntarily, cheerfully, according to the means that you've given to us for your glory alone and for the increase of the gospel spreading throughout the world. For we desire to plant more churches. We desire not to grow and to have a great building. We don't care about that. We care about the gospel going forward and churches being planted as you do. And so, Father, we pray that you would bring that about at the right time. And we know that you will continue to grow your church. And so, Father, we pray that in faith and in hope and joy, looking to know uh, the future when we know you will do so. Uh, Father, we do also pray and ask for your help for those mothers who have children in the womb and the the husbands and fathers too. We pray that you would grant uh, continued godly relationship in our marriages, uh, that you would grow us in faith together, and that uh, husbands would love their wives sacrificially even as Christ loved the church and gave Himself for her, and also that wives would submit to their husbands as the church is to submit to Christ and that marriages, our marriages, would image forth that great picture of Christ in the church and the gospel and that you would grant to your people uh, a greater love for the bride of Christ as well as a greater love and communion with Jesus Christ, our husband, our bridegroom and king. Uh, Father, we're thankful as well for the children in the womb. We do pray again for the mothers and those children in the womb, that You would bring them about safely and You would preserve and strengthen the mothers uh, and their 
pregnancy and their labor, their delivery when that time comes. Uh, Father, we do ask that You would, even now, we know it's possible that You would save the children in the womb. That You would send Your Holy Spirit just as You did with John the Baptist who leapt in the womb of his mother in the presence of Jesus Christ. We pray that You would do so with our children if that would be Your will. If not, Father, we pray that the that they would not know one day apart from the love of Christ Jesus as their Savior. And uh, Father, we pray for the, those who, older children who've, uh, who are here today, that You would grant to them as well salvation. And any others, even adults, those who are from the oldest to the youngest, we pray for the salvation of Your people. And all those who have lied to us and duped us and deceived us, uh, trying to conceal their unbelief. Uh, Father, we pray that You would turn their heart today, even today. And uh, Father, we do pray as well uh, for these uh, few visiting families today. We know uh, looking for churches. We pray that You would grant them that, whether it's here or somewhere else. We pray that You would grant them uh, a godly, uh, Bible-preaching faithful church where they can hear Your Word and they can be blessed, but they also can serve and to praise Your name. Uh, And we're thankful uh, for their being here. We pray that You would guide them by Your Holy Spirit. And uh, Father, we pray that You would bring many more. Even uh, show that fruit from the door-to-door ministry we have. Uh, Grant many other visitors that that are invited that many would hear the Gospel and believe and be saved. And so sanctify us now. as Cleanse us of our sin. Make us to be holy as Christ is holy, righteous as He is righteous. And turn our hearts to You that we would hear You speak and not any man. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.